behind the screen. This is Dre Murray. Um, this is the last episode of 2020 for the Black Girl Creative Podcast. Just want to thank everyone that has uh, been tuning in, has subscribed, everyone that has shared the podcast uh, online, um, the, the messages that we get, the uh, people that have purchased the coffee, people that have purchased the music that we put out this year. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we hope that you enjoy uh, this this last episode as we've been recapping 2020 and the highs and the lows for us. Uh, yeah, we just hope that that something resonates with you, something inspires you, something speaks to you, and you know, we're just thankful for you guys. So uh, we will talk to you in 2021, and uh, we hope you uh, have a great New Year's Eve and a great 2021. Let's, let's start it off right. All right. Peace. That's good, dude. They did the whole get up and act like, you know, just just in the mindset of things are things are normal, doing things like normal. That's something I want to to take take into 2021. That was one yeah. of the things that honestly we didn't really focus on because of I mean, during the during the honeymoon period, we actually tried to do some of that as far as the normalcy of it a little bit. But after a while, it just kind of like, yo, <laughs> Dog, I'm just chilling. Like, I mean, I'm putting on <laughs> pajama pants. Like, is this, yeah. you know, so, but yeah, I definitely want to take that into to 2021 or at least a, a version of it. Um, but yeah, man, w- one other thing that I was going to say, and then we can wrap, um, but there's a show, and with an E, I don't know if you ever heard of it on Netflix, Mm-mm. right? It's this like, it's it's it, it's almost akin to um to what's the British show uh that everybody was into that went off the Downton. air Downton Downton Abbey. It's almost akin to Downton Abbey except for the accents, but it's it's set in a time time period where uh, you know, it's this it's this this young teenage white girl that is uh, basically an um an orphan. Uh, or not an orphan, but uh, um, she was in the in the system, and these mm-hmm. old, this older couple, you know, takes her in and becomes her parents, and um, so she doesn't really know her origins, and it's just going through her life, you know, during this this time period, and you know, with horse and buggies and all this kind of stuff, and trains, mm-hmm. and so she's growing up, and and she's a uh, she's very good with words, like with writing and the way she communicates is a lot more mature than her friends and so they like you know some of them call her weird some of them her friends are like enamored by her like they're like oh my gosh like you and so it's I think it's two seasons first season we watched together it was dope but then 2020 we watched season two which was cool um, and I and I enjoyed it. It's one of those shows like you look at me and it's like there's no way I'm enjoying that show. But yeah, I definitely enjoyed <laughs> it. But then it got to the end, man, and it got really weird on some why y'all doing this type stuff. Uh, and and then it got to the point where I, I read that they were canceling the show, and so oh. the last season, the last episode was kind of like 
okay, we got to cram two more seasons into <laughs> one episode. And yeah. I'll never forget, like, just being I, – I hadn't really been that – I wasn't as disappointed as, like, the end of Dexter, but I remember being disappointed at where they took the show, for one, uh, because of the climate of everything that was going on. And then also just the way they ended the show. And so I'll leave with, with that as being – a high point for the family and then a low point for me because we definitely had some arguments about that last episode and how they put it together because <laughs> I'm just like, why? Like, this makes no sense. But, yeah, that was another one that we watched as a family um, and, and really and really enjoyed together. But, yeah, I mean, it's too much to name. I mean, like you said, this is a long year, bro, so thinking about it. It um, really is, bro. There's other I, stuff that comes up. Yeah, because I was just thinking, man. I I hope at least here's what here's what this episode, this past hour and a half. So not including, <clears throat> not including the conversation we had before we started recording, which was pretty short, but yeah, still encouraging. We talked or whatever. But this last hour and a half that people are going to be experiencing this with us whenever they hear it, um, it has helped me reframe the year in my mind a little bit in a positive way. Mm-hmm. I've remembered all of the experiences that I shared and we didn't even get into, uh, you know, like from my perspective, like us moving the time that we had with people who came and helped us move with mask on, yeah. which was very few. Cause we mm. intentionally, we were going to do it all ourselves, but like our small group was like, nah, we're coming to help. Like we didn't even get into all that. We didn't get into people who, when they heard I lost my job, they were like, Hey, rather than not lost my job in Maryland, but the one I was going to get here, they were like, hey, we were going to like give you a going away gift anyway, but like we want to give you this money or this gift card or help with this. Yeah. And we were like, what in the world? You don't have to do that. Like people move all the time. And they're like, no, nah, like you blessed our family for three years, like here in Maryland. And so like we didn't even get into stuff like that on this episode at all. And then as you were sitting there naming like shows or when you were talking about the Hamilton thing, dude, we introduced, man, my kids love reading. So when we want to introduce them to something um, they, 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 because they love reading so much, they guard their reading time, meaning they don't just read everything. They're kind of like, yeah, I think I want to start this series mm-hmm. or whatever. They don't just, you know. And so when we wanted to introduce them to Lord of the Rings, we knew it was like a heady kind of, mm-hmm. you know, intense kind of books, depending on their age. And so we wanted to experience it together. So we were like, let's introduce them to the movies. And that way they'll be hooked on it, want to read all the books and all right. the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings and all the stuff about it. Because they ner- once they get into something, they nerd out. Yep, and I so we watched all the Lord of the Rings movies, you know, this, this past Jeez. year at some point, And they ate up every second of it. And similarly with our oldest, our daughter, we watched Lost. And I haven't seen that show in 10 years or so whenever it last aired. Uh, you know, I remember watching the finale with friends and all that, but like haven't watched it since. And we yeah. watched it together. And that was awesome to relive it, share that experience with somebody new who gets all wrapped up in the show. And then one last thing for me, I started reading Star Wars books this year, like mm. like novels, like the fiction stuff. And I don't, I don't really get into, I haven't read fiction in years, bro, other yeah. than maybe something from C.S. Lewis here and there, like the, yeah. you know, space trilogy or something. But, but I started reading like Star Wars expanded universe stuff and all kind of thing just to really nerd out and think about those storylines and stuff. And man, like this year brought a lot of BS, but it also brought a lot of like new 
experiences where you could just go, hey, we're going to try this now. We're going to do this. And, and, and it's been good, man. So it's helped me actually reframe this year, this last hour and a half, and just be thankful for what God has allowed to happen, better or worse. Uh, yeah, to just be, be appreciative and grateful. So, Yeah, man. Stoked, dude. Well, um, yeah, it's really dope. And it, it, just as you're saying that, I'm thinking of other stuff too. It's like, this yeah, I know, right? Show is crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, the Lord of the Rings thing. I, I def, that's that's on my short list to get to my kids, because um, I know they're gonna dive in. I know my my youngest daughter became an avid reader, just like my oldest daughter, because she taught her to read, and mm. so. You know, because of that, they're both like they just love to read whatever. Um, and so but when they get into something like my daughter was into Harry Potter, the movies mm-hmm. were cool, but all the books got demolished. Um, and so I, I want to do that with Lord of the Rings. And it's crazy. You said it about loss. I know Chandler and, and Hallie are like the same age. So they're around that age where I think they'll the headiness of lost and kind of mm-hmm. like the weirdness will, will really impact them, uh, in another way they were like, they want to dig into it even more. So I'm excited about that. But one, one other thing, this will be the last thing I promise folks, the last thing, <laughs> uh, we shouldn't apologize, man. This is, you know, enjoy this. This is the best show on planet earth. Um, and, and we're going to have to, I guarantee you the one next one out of the gate. If we're still on this vibe, the next one we do, uh, in January is going to be, uh, just a follow up of this, because man, I'm just sitting here thinking like, same as you, all this stuff coming up and like all the stuff we've we've done and and thought about and experienced, and it's good. It's good to remember yeah, this man. stuff, and it's good mm-hmm. to like think about, yeah, think about it all. Anyway, I just because I keep thinking of more, I keep thinking of more yeah, like bro. experiences, more yeah, more things. Was, anyway, yeah, it's there was there was a lot of stuff that came out of 2020, man, especially with the because of the time spent with family mm-hmm, one mm-hmm. time spent with family so um that's what we yeah because we didn't touch the, on coffee yet we no, haven't even we talked even about it on, and and when i say coffee i don't even mean just the just the i say just as if it's not a big deal like us roasting and all that whole experience yeah. i'm talking about even though i've had trade subscription and been on specialty coffee for years and years and years i still tasted stuff this year for the first time that i've never had anything like mm. it and one of them is that the Yunnan from from Ethnos Coffee, man, the Chinese yeah. coffee. I've been yeah. to China and never had Chinese coffee, dog. <laughs> That's crazy. <clears throat> and I tasted this and was like, oh my gosh, I'm drinking some right now. So we didn't even recap like our best coffees, whether we mm. roasted it or tasted it. I mean, golly. So we're definitely in January going to have to still do some throwback, you know, slash top tens kind of stuff with all this. Anyway. No, for sure. For sure. We can, we can kick off the year with kind of a a rundown uh, and just have some notes of especially definitely the coffee thing because you're, you're saying yes. that we're an hour and a half in and we haven't even talked about our experience with roasting uh <laughs> we can break we can break this up and and i'm sitting here thinking about ways to break this up as we're talking yeah 28 you know maybe we break it up every day remaining in the year um you get an episode from us because it's just so much content we can do whatever we want yeah i mean we got so but anyway um so one of the things my son fell in love with that has blown 
my wife and I's mind because we try to remember where we were education wise when we hmm. were his age is that um he fell in love with this show called Number Blocks where they count and they teach you numbers and but they also teach you math. And so one day we just were messing around with him, asking him some, you know, some math questions and um he started saying, you know, the answers, but then he started offering up larger numbers. Stuff that in our minds he's not supposed to know. Right. So he started memorizing these math equations. Then it got to the point where he not only started memorizing the math equations, he started using his fingers. You know, when you're little and you start using your fingers. Mm -hmm. So when he started using his fingers, I'm like, okay, he understands the concept. Then he took it a step further and he stopped using his fingers. And I could see him thinking about it in his head. So then he would start doing, you know, addition in his head up to, you know, double digit numbers. Then it went from that to a little bit of multiplication. He's four. Yeah. And I'm like, what is going on, bro? Like, so now, <laughs> I, you know me, I, I, I start tapping into that where I'm oh, like, yeah. I start, I start naming that what it is. Like, and I start seeing it for what it really is. And, and God's like hand on that, his uniqueness in that. And, other people may not see it, but I I I see it. My I think my my wife sees it. My my uh, my mom, my mother in law, they all see it. Numbers is his thing, bro, and hmm. and to the point where it's not even just the numbers, but when he's putting something together, it's math to him as well. It can't be off. It has mm-hmm. to fit, you know exactly. It has to. So he's in the Legos. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He's in the building. We we build the boys only club and his blocks and it has to look hmm. a certain way and feel a certain way. And, and, and so that's another thing like from 2020, just seeing him grow in that to where now he's doing these huge equations in his head. And I'm like, you know, throwing more <laughs> gasoline on that fire, like just yeah. more and more and more. Uh, to the point where he got a lot of number block stuff for Christmas, you know, where he can actually take his hands and build the blocks and count the blocks and all that. That's a joy for me because I don't remember being four years old. Even my my oldest daughter, she you know her being the first one, she she had all the first, the first one to yeah. learn how to read, the first one to learn how to do math, and then she taught my youngest daughter and and you know and then they they talked to Houston, my son, about certain things. But he picks it up on his own to the point where they're both like, yo, how do you know that? (laughs) (laughs) And these are like in my my older kids are not like they're they're smart kids, man. And so they're looking at him Mm -hmm. like, yo, how do you you're four, bro. But it's that thing of we were together so much during this time and they play school and because he's the youngest he soaks a lot of that stuff up and the time that we spend together i feel like has fostered some of those things that are innately in that are in him already we just pulled them out super early yeah 
you know you know what I mean to where yes that stuff probably may have took two years to develop but because of what happened this year it happened in like a couple of months to where and when you're when they're that young you know that's why kids that young learn the piano they learn different instruments exactly they learn how to do certain stuff it just sticks to the brain for some reason and so I'm I'm like okay we're gonna make this one stick <laughs> Yeah, more like, like you're I talking think, engineer. We talking, yes. you know, the new Tesla. Like, what, 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 what are we doing here? <laughs> what are we doing here, dude? That is you, what you just said, though. That last part, you know, to zoom out from just Houston, you know, like I think that's exactly that's that's a one thing this year to be thankful for in general is that I think we all learned that intentionality and repetition and honestly just time spent. Whether you call it mentoring, whether you call it parenthood, family, discipleship, whatever you call it, but just being able to see something in someone Mm -hmm. and help draw that out and foster it and nurture it because there's time to do that. Man, I I know you could, we've talked about this in other episodes. This year alone, my kids have learned new instruments, new languages, Mm -hmm. new, like grown their creative skills that they already had that we saw those in in them, like it grew exponentially. Um, and I think that, yeah, dude. And I think that's because of just us having the time, the space, the resources by God's grace to like do that stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, but you can't see it when you're going hundred miles an hour. You can't see it when mm-hmm. your child's trying to be an engineer, but you're forcing them to play sports, you know, or your child's <laughs> trying to be a, uh, a musician, but you're forcing them to just, just, Oh, do your homework. Go, go, go. Gotta go to yeah. this. Gotta go to that. And I mean, you know, I'm not, that's no shade on anybody. We've all done it. We all might do it again one day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But for now, at least, like, there's time and space for all that. And, uh, and so we got to do it. And, and I think honestly, too, as a parent, Tasha and I have always, you know, made it a goal of ours to, to be involved with what our kids are involved in. And I'm sure every parent would say that. And I do know a lot of parents who actually do that. But I mean, that went to new heights this year for us. Like I am perfectly fine with my kids learning some kind of new board game, card game, video game, reading some Mm -hmm. book series and me having nothing to do with it. Like I don't really I don't get into that. No, no big deal. They're a kid. They're this. That's fine. As long as I kind of know what they're doing. But no, this year was like I said, I started reading Star Wars fiction novels. I I learned chess for the first time as a grown man. I was taught by my nine-year-old you know what i mean like i was like i'm gonna do stuff we're gonna do this like we're gonna do stuff together and i'm gonna learn it and they're gonna learn stuff that i do we're gonna talk about finances and moving and i'm gonna keep them in the loop on all this and go this is why we got to decide between this and this and like all of that intentionality happened because there was time and space to do it right so again that's another thing just 2020 to be grateful for i mean coronavirus COVID 19 lockdowns the economy all that stuff is horrible it really is um it is it's, it really is um the the covid deaths are becoming more and more personal to people around me yes. people who i know um and it's horrible and yet i cannot help um and i know this will get a lot of a lot of looks or a lot of you know whatever when we we say this um, Taylor Gray, though, the great prophet Taylor Gray <laughs> said this earlier yeah. in the year, um, a few months ago, but I, I refuse to just throw 2020 in the trash, uh, yeah. because there are things that I know I did, um, 
things that God did in me and through me this year that would not have happened if not for the current circumstance. Um, I by no means uh, hear me. Um, I by no means theologically or anything of the sort want to say that um, that COVID is good or that God did that, you know, to us or made right. it to where, you know, that was his plan was for COVID. Like, no, 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 no. I'm not saying anything like that. I don't want to flesh out what, what sovereignty of God looks like or anything like that on this podcast. However, um, all I do know is that on the one hand, it was horrible. Um, and on the other hand, there was a lot of good. And so I have to just choose to see the good in spite of the horrible and be grateful for it, you know? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'll always look back at 2020 with, with fondness, uh, but also with, with kind of, uh, mixed, mixed emotions, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. I agree, dude. Um, it's a, a year to never forget. That's, that's for sure. Um, yeah. I think we'll, this year be documented for, for not only, you know, the the country or the world, but in families, it'll be documented, yeah. you know, for a very long time. So, yeah, bro. Um, around April, I decided to start roasting. I decided all the conversations you and I had had previously that it was time to actually take action on buying a popcorn popper, <laughs> mm-hmm. buying some green beans, throwing it into the popcorn popper and waiting for that first crack and deciding how much time I wanted to spend between the first and second crack. Right. <laughs> yep. Simple at, at, in its simplest form. That's what I did. And I, and, and, it turned into one of those things where not only did I enjoy the experience, but I started to see, I started to see the bigger picture. And it's like, why, why hadn't I done this sooner type deal? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so heading towards around that September point where you said you kind of left some stuff behind and uh, everything that was happening with you during the move, like it's it's almost like it just came together at this time to where it was like now now is the now is the the right time mm-hmm. to like cut that that switch on and so yeah buying uh even you know even at the point where you you bought a certain roaster and then I'm like you know in order for us to do this the right way I at least need to have a, a similar version of this for, for quality's mm-hmm. sake. And then just the amount of time spent on, you know, you spent on the website and then Tasha with the branding and then just letting people on line know that something is, is coming and them already lining up wanting to, <laughs> to purchase, yeah. to go from that to at the end of the year being sold out again. It's crazy to me um, mm-hmm. that within a, eight month span we went from idea to full full fledged like legitimate business um yeah to where it's making a that's something i want to ask you too because i know 
one of the one of the points for me in in doing this and wanting to really encourage you to do it was because of the fact that um like you said the 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 job situation and I'm like that's always my mentality is you know money's money's not real anyway but mm-hmm. since we're in this system we've been given these opportunities or these yeah. gifts or these talents to be able to generate you know that currency through exchange what do we have to exchange well we have yep. coffee we make music all the time mm-hmm. we design we have all these creative gifts we have ideas we you have know ideas, we have, yeah all but that. not only do you and i have ideas we know how to actually implement them and take action on them some people don't mm-hmm. we've mm-hmm. seen the fruits of taking action on ideas no matter yeah. how small the crop is when you when you right. get the fruit we've seen that it works all we mm-hmm. have to do is scale scale it up and so that's why that's one of the reasons why i want to do that and so it felt good for me even as small as it was it felt good for me to be able to like go from idea to like shooting a deposit direct deposit over to to you during this time you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, and it may mm-hmm. have been a recoupment from the purchases made and all that but it's kind of like at least this there's a level of this isn't just a talk that we're having like we're actually right. moving and so i want to ask you that like how at at the tangible level like at at the monetary level and just how did that impact you as a, as you individually and then as a family as well. Yeah, man. The the crazy thing is, if I'm doing the math right, I think between Black Gold and Haciendo, we have definitely broke even, but I think made a little profit off nice. of the coffee stuff. And the reason why that's you know tricky, anybody who does anything with business knows that you got to recoup a lot of stuff right from the get go, and then also with coffee. It's one of those things where you're buying you're buying a lot of supply right. at one time so it can shake out over time. Um, and, you know, I guess there's a lot of things in business that are like that, but some things aren't. Some things are kind of immediate. You It's supply and demand. With coffee, you kind of have to be ready to su- supply the demand without mm-hmm. knowing the demand. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you because you don't want to just always be buying these little five-pound bags of beans. And so it was crazy one time to for me to order... Uh, just again, for me, where we are in this phase of it to order 75 pounds mm-hmm. of coffee at one time, like that was that was mind boggling to me. Uh, the first time I had ever I mean, I had seen green coffee in person years ago, like at little um, trade shows, you know, like uh, what do you call it? Farmers markets, people, yeah. you know, coffee roasters like to show you here's what it looks like before. and da, da, da. But I had never actually like held a green coffee bean in my hand yeah. until earlier this year. And it's funny because you don't even know this part, I don't think. But you were roasting already, like with the popcorn popper and all that. And uh, and I had a friend who was a drummer, you know, at, at McLean Bible Church. He was in our small group as well, and he's from Uganda originally. His family yeah. still lives there. They have a coffee farm, and uh, and so he, his mom came to visit and brought some green beans uh, from Uganda, mm. and I held them in my hand. You know, he gave them to me, and I was like, this is. I'm supposed to do something with this. Dre's doing this. He's starting out. We're in this pandemic. Like I started really thinking about it, but was trying to figure out 
again, with my job, with the space that we had, I was like, how am I going to do it? You know, we didn't really have a garage in Maryland. They don't really do that up there. Right. I mean, some people do, but but it's not normal, quote unquote, like it is here, you know? So I was like, man, I'm supposed to do this in the basement. Like he's a popcorn popper. Am I supposed to be in the kitchen? Like I had done some research and you were telling me stuff, but I was just like, I don't know, man. And, uh, but I held those, those green beans and thought, man, I'm supposed to do this. And as we were taking notes on all this Haciendo stuff and moving to Texas at some point and just kind of praying and thinking, we don't know any timelines. We don't know any details. One of the things that was always included was I want to learn how to roast coffee. I want to sell the coffee. I want to drink the coffee with people and I want to teach other people how to roast and how to brew coffee with different methods. Those, those were in our notes and yet I was like, that's years away like that. You know, I don't really know how to do it. Definitely don't know how to do it well enough to teach anybody anything about it. Like, that's crazy. And then we moved here. And like you said, within me, I was here. We were back in Texas, maybe not even a month. I mean, it was in September when I bought a Whirly Pop and I didn't even use that thing. Not even once to roast coffee. I bought it and was going to. And before the green beans that I ordered could even get here, I saw a fresh roast SR 500 on sale in San Antonio for a hundred bucks. And I was like, I'm driving over there. And so we messaged a lady, drove over there, gave her a hundred dollars cash, came back that day and roasted green beans. And I drank them the same day, even though, you know, there's debate about that, but I drank them the same day and was like, I roasted this. It tastes amazing. Oh my gosh. I'm putting some in the mail to Dre Murray right now. Cause this is, doesn't make any sense, you know? And, uh, yeah. And then October 20th, we launched black gold. December 20th was two months of the coffee part of black gold. And, uh, I don't even know how many pounds we moved. I know we moved, uh, 43 pounds, 43 pounds. Um, in two months, we, uh, I don't know how many units of the, of the music stuff we've sold, but more than, more than I've ever sold on any music stuff. Cause people do streaming, yeah. but this was yeah. hard purchases, um, uh, gosh, I don't even remember, but I was looking at metric. Oh, over 150 orders. And that's not, that's not like units of things that's orders. So there's people right. that bought two different Multiples. bags of coffee, yeah. two different things of music, you know, all that kind of stuff in one order. So I'm just looking back at that. And again, there's, it's kind of like those wrapped things on Spotify. Everybody else can, you know, everybody can throw their numbers out there. But to me and to us, this was a thing that we've been talking about since 2015 Mm -hmm. that just kind of like came into actual being and existence and fruition in front of our eyes. And uh, yeah, so financially and monetarily, it's been a blessing. Um, You know, people can say what they want. Spiritually, it has been a blessing Mm -hmm. to stand there and roast coffee and to have conversations with people about it on the phone or, or people, you know, neighbors who kind of walk by the garage and we end up talking, you know, and, uh, dude, it's just been a crazy last couple of months. And, uh, that's the wildest thing to me is it went from idea. Um, it went from hobby to business to where now looking at 2021, I'm like, this is like me and you, Dre and and Tasha. Yeah. Right. Uh, maybe, maybe all of them, I don't know, but Tasha, we, we like now we got to hustle, not in a, not in the rat race type of way, but in the like, uh, what do you call it? Good stewardship 
you we know, have a responsibility. Yes, we have a responsibility to go. All right, I'm keeping this this product on hand. I'm, yes. I'm serving this many people. We're doing this many pounds. We've got to do you know advertisements graphics videos to get this out like i really want to teach people how to do this method and that method i already I already teased a little bit and said like haciendo and i know you and i've talked about the education coffee piece but for haciendo we want to do um the online gatherings mm-hmm. that not nothing to do with coffee i'm just saying like we want to figure out how do we gather people online when it's not church or a small group or a class like people are hurting for it you know, our whole thing with Haciendo is people gathering together and having conversations, hopefully around coffee. But how do we do that? You know, and so Tasha and I've got ideas and and you and I've got ideas about this. And it's so exciting to see that this is like a legit thing. And uh, and I really think it's I really think it's going to be, um, you know, blessed, if you want to call it that. It's going to yeah. be something mm-hmm. this next year. And so mm-hmm. I'm really stoked about that, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. I I am as well. I uh it's one of those things like when you're talking about the units and all of that it's something that I'm starting to change my mindset on what those things mean because in yep. music, being in music for so long, you you shoot for these large metrics that right. and in music in the music industry as you just you kind of alluded to a lot of the times those large metrics actually don't mean anything. Right. Um, sometimes if you, you know, depending upon if you're an independent artist, completely solely independent, they may mean some things monetarily, but then you got to think about, you know, how much money you spent on making the product and all this. So, yeah, but, but I started to think about the fact that I can look and say, Hey, you know, I said just like even like yesterday, still getting posts of people saying, you know, my coffee arrived, you know, such and such date. And yep. now for Christmas, I'm brewing this with my family. Shout out to Black Gold and yep. Billy and Dre. And and like you don't get you, you get some of that from, you know, the, the music. But it's just a, for me, it's just a little bit different. And so I'm starting to look at these units that some people may look at and be like, man, y'all just starting out. That's, that's small. Yeah. That's, that's, you may have a point, but (laughs) like with the music you're talking about, you don't, you don't know about the unit. So I'm looking at it and it's around 75 of the EP. We sold some other stuff, but around 75 units of the EP, 75. And some people would look at that over two months and like, you know, that is complete failure. But for me, and where my mind is starting to go, like, we didn't really promote that at all. We didn't really. That was just a yep. part of our store. But I'm looking at it as 75 hard units of something people support. It's it's a product that you and I created. It doesn't feel like this, this thing that's intangible anymore, this thing right. that people can't touch. It feels like something that people can, even though it's digital, it still feels like something people can hold still. That Yeah. Is it still has some human uh, parts of it, you know? What I'm yes. Saying? And so, seventy-five units to me, I look at that and I'm like, I, I liken it to selling seventy-five T-shirts or selling seventy-five, you know, hats or whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's filed. Looking at it from a, a business standpoint, or even just 
Yeah, you, you know, can't stream a hat, bro. You know what right. I'm saying? Like you, you can't. Know what I'm saying? You can't share. You can't share right. a T-shirt into point. You know, zero 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 three right. cents or whatever. Like you right. know, you can't. Right. This is a different situation. Whether it's yeah. seventy five or seventy five hundred, you know, this right. is a different thing. Yeah, and and that's over two. You know, over two months. I just look at that and I'm like, wow. Like we, um, like yeah, we 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 did that, and it's a, it's a start. To something like you said I feel like it's going to be a blessing um, and that we can actually build upon which is the exciting part there's so many we didn't even scratch the surface with any of this stuff you know uh, and to link this back to to earlier in 2020 and the COVID stuff and all that some a lot of those beats I either made the previous winter uh, like during Christmas time into January, February, or and and definitely finished them in 2020. But some of them, you know, were created during that initial stay at home kind of April, May, June kind of situation. And so yeah. that's another thing that's crazy is those were just sitting there, different vibes, different mindset when I was making them than when we actually put, you know, lyrics and produce them into a song. But uh. But yeah, it's crazy how you can look, those songs even have, 2020 has their mark on those songs. And, mm-hmm. and, and you, lyrically especially, you know, put a lot of ideas down uh, and a lot of heart into those that, you know, thoughts that came from 2020. And so that's just the EP, but that's not even counting, you know, when you think about the coffee, to me, I mean, like you said, people can compare and gauge different things, but... I went from from having one pound of green beans in my hand from Sweet Maria's, you know, looking at this coffee thing as like, hey, I'll try this, to literally getting giant burlap sacks <laughs> delivered and, and storing them a certain way and reading about all that. Like, that's a, to me, in a two-month period, that's kind of insane. Um, nothing else in my life, you know, musically, creatively, nothing else has scaled up that quick or felt so right so quick. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, maybe playing guitar was like that for me, but that's about it. Yeah. Nothing else is just fit like a glove like that. So, so that's crazy, man. And I I would say this too. I mean, I think it's worth, worth, um, bringing up on here. I've, I've, I've tasted some really good coffee this year and that's been a blessing. Like Mm -hmm. the trade subscription is one thing, but, um, man, propagandist collab with, with, uh, Onyx. Yeah. That's some of the best coffee I've ever tasted. Yeah. And I would say right up there with that was the um the Chinese coffee, the the Yunnan from from Ethnos and honestly, frankly, a lot of stuff that Ethnos has done this year. Shout out to Kenny, um mm-hmm. and even the collab with 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 uh, Bart, you know, Coffee Black, the Guji Mang, like all that stuff is so good. Yeah. And it's been a blessing to me this year to just taste different coffees and get back into that other than it just being I mean, I've always drank, you know, fresh specialty coffee i've always had a preference about it but to explore this year and try some different stuff and and when i tasted those man it wasn't like a dang this is so good i'll never be this good as a roaster it was encouraging to taste it and go i want to find these flavors i want to look for that one kind of bean and i want to take that bean and try different profiles and, and roast it you know different ways and so yeah man this whole journey I'm barely, I'm still digging the rabbit hole. I'm still digging the entrance to the hole. You know what I mean? I haven't yeah. even gone all the way down. That's good. And so, that's a good point. It, that is it's a good exciting. Point. <laughs> that's, that's a good point, bro. Like we, we talk about the rabbit hole 
and yeah, we're at the we're at the level where we're still kind of we're not falling yet. At, now that I think about it, because <laughs> um, I do, I look at I look at other people as far as I, that's where I gauge them. Not necessarily, oh, they're so far ahead of me, but like, oh, they're at this level of the rabbit hole. Like they yes. they are like there, like they're there. I want mm-hmm. to get there. I can't wait till I get there. Um, and not even like rushing to get there, just naturally falling and, and into that space is beautiful. I'm laughing because what you said that's so it's so key, and I think that's one of the reasons why you know competition in the music industry or in you know coffee roasting and those kind of things are silly. Um, because so, for example, um, I got a text from from Kenny a while back that was like, "Hey, is is your coffee fair trade and organic?" Because there's somebody who reached out to me and they're looking for some specifically and it might have even had to do with the origin too like maybe they wanted mexican coffee i don't remember and so he hit me up and i was like yeah the haciendo this one kind is this this and that and he goes cool uh, i'm sending them your way they want to buy a bag and i was like oh well he's a roaster that's weird and i said man i appreciate that you definitely didn't have to do that and he goes well one they were looking for something specific and two this is like a three billion dollar industry we can all eat you know we can all share customers and friends and people and just be like yeah Yeah, you should try his and you should try theirs and and i was like man that's true you know we're sitting here he's buying coffee from us and i'm buying coffee from him and he's sending people this and that you know it's just like it's silly to not think of it that way and and when it comes to the competition part nobody goes to a little league game and goes man lebron's way better than that fool that kid over there (laughs) like that would be the stupidest thing to compare LeBron to a kid who's playing tiny tots, you know what I mean? Right, but right. but the reality is when it comes to business and, and, and music industry especially, we compare apples and oranges and, and pomegranate and, you know, like things that don't even, they're on a different place in their journey. They got mm-hmm. different skill levels and skill sets. Um, you know, uh, it trips me out all the time. The, you know, one thing that started during this 2020 was the, the versus things. Yeah. When yeah. people come up with these wild, you know, matchups and I'm like, those people don't do the same thing. Like yeah, your brain must think yeah, so weird about music. Mm-hmm. I'm like, those aren't the same, you know, yeah. that's those, you know. So anyway, it would be wise of us, you know, whether it's coffee industry, music industry, just being a human being to not think of everything as competitive, mm-hmm. but to think of things as a journey and to go, where is that person on their journey? Where am I? on my journey with whatever the thing may be, spirituality, business, creativity, and then show a lot of grace and encouragement to those people and look for that in other people, you know, and that way you can uh, thrive in what you're doing instead of always trying to strive in a competitive way, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's dope, dude. Yeah, so 2020. um, It's almost in the books. Done a lot seen a lot um highs lows you know um i think that uh we can take the good um and i'm and this is not by any means saying that we just completely uh forget the what we would call the the bad or losses um because as you said, like it's it's in a strange way, all of those things are kind of woven together. But mm-hmm. I think that there's so much good that 
we can build upon in this next year. Um, and I think that we would be um, foolish to not be intentional and build upon those things mm-hmm. and to just say, I'm just throwing it all away. Um, yeah. We would be foolish to do that um, because ironically within that statement, you are throwing it all away. Yeah. And within, yeah. And within, and within, yeah. And within that, you know, statement, you're throwing away a lot of good things that could be useful, hey. not just for us individually and for our families, but for a lot of other people. You know what I mean? Like you, you and I aren't roasting this coffee and just sitting at home drinking it ourselves. There's a right. lot of people that are enjoying something. There's a lot of people being introduced to this type of coffee for the very first time. There's a lot of people mm-hmm. that I know that don't have a grinder that are now thinking about purchasing a grinder and falling down this rabbit hole and enjoying coffee yep. with their family, and which leads to conversation, which leads to um, intentionality, which leads to change and impact, yep. et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. there's people being introduced to our podcast because of the coffee. Mm. There's people being introduced to uh, my music production or your or your lyrics, you know, yeah. uh, because of the on ramp of the coffee or they're listening to the podcast and they're drinking coffee. I mean, you name it. It goes yeah. every which away. Uh, this this merging of worlds, um, yeah. which is beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing, man. So, yeah, I think that is a great place to wrap. Um as you said earlier, I'm sure we're going to have more to say about some of these things in 2021 early on. So mm-hmm. um, I'm thankful for this time we get to share together, man. Thankful for this podcast, for the, the coffee roasting, for the music, for just the the small community that, that you and I have, have built um, aside from my own, you know, individual families. This this other mm-hmm. thing that we have that that's being built. And so looking forward yeah. to looking forward to more of it in, in 2021 man and um yeah i hope you guys you know stick around and uh grow with us fall down this rabbit hole with us uh yeah you know let's do something we never do some quick shout outs since it's the end of the year yeah um i just had some of them can be personal some of them can be black gold related but um i was just thinking man shout out to the people at, at mclean bible church Mm. Miss y'all, love y'all. Um, thinking about, um, yeah, our small group there in Maryland. You know, thinking a lot about my dad right now, um, yeah. not being here. Thinking about, um, as far as Black Gold, man, shout out to uh, to Mark Cunningham for being mm-hmm. a super dope dude that we've met along the way here. Um, to Ethnos Coffee, to Kenny. Yep. Bart uh, I know Coffee these Black. I know these are your you, yeah Bart from Coffee Black I know these are your friends but I've had the pleasure of now getting to know them online a little bit but K Drama Cadence those yeah. guys uh who've supported everything you've done and everything we've done and um so that's been amazing uh so yeah I just wanted to thank some of those people I know we when you do this you run the risk of forgetting but I just could not uh could not let this kind of episode or episodes go by without kind of just thanking some people and remembering uh all the stuff this year one last yeah, time man. yeah yep yeah i i second that man there's there's tons of people but 
those people that you named for sure. Um, the encouragement cadence is somebody that I talk to almost, I've talked to almost every day during this quarantine that, hmm. um, not being able to, to be outside and sit down and have coffee with people and talk yep. to have that, at least have that type of conversation, even though it was, you know, just through, through the phone has been, it's helped my sanity and helped my mental state mm-hmm. tremendously to flesh some things out. And so, yeah, man, those things are important. Very, very important for us to have. And we appreciate everyone that we've talked to personally, but also those that are listening to this podcast, that continue yep. to listen and to continue to share and continue to, to, um, you know, purchase the coffee, the music, um, jump into the lives that we started on Wednesday night. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's keep this thing going, man. Let's continue. Let's build upon it. We got some some new things in store for 2021. Uh, God willing, we'll be able to share all of those things with you very, very soon. So, yeah. Thank you, guys. Um, and you have an amazing remainder of your year. All right. 